0: literally uh, been back around what is it six weeks yet but a few weeks uh, no longer employed uh, doing my own thing Uh, my baby is called Mugavu M-U-G-A-V-O-O if you want to check it out on Facebook or Instagram so it's a small furniture company that i'm trying to grow Uh, so far so good but i don't really want to focus on the company that i'll leave for another podcast but i do want to discuss this thing with uh whether you want to call it entrepreneurship or having a small business and the problem with it is that when i come because i come from a very heavy marketing advertising background um it's very easy for me to see and uh and see and understand the perception that people are giving out uh, in comparison to my business. So what's ended up happening is that I follow a lot of the other furniture companies in Kampala um, just to know what they're doing and realistically they're my competition. However, my problem comes in with questioning myself and my little company, because for example, Um, if you take the most biggest vanity metric on social media which is page likes um, I only have 1700 but that's by choice because I don't really care about likes I care about more about um, people clicking on my pictures so that's what I pay for but some people out and out pay for likes so somebody might have 5,000 10,000 or whatever but um, the result is that it makes you feel like Shit, these guys are being more successful than me um and my clients at the advertising agency for many years used to be more successful than the competitive competition for example you sell beer and there's a competitor who sells beer you're the biggest in the market you have much bigger sales but the vanity metric of facebook likes they could not get over the fact that our competition was pumping in thousands of dollars a month to to get to buy likes and then i used to tell them you don't need to buy likes guys it's a waste of money it's a vanity metric this is just not the way to go but now i'm starting to understand like how the psychological side of it is it's like we're the biggest we should be seen as the biggest and as such make us the biggest (sighs) so i'm having to really tame myself from thinking that just because they are more likes and more successful than me now it's also teaching me a thing about um maybe i'm on the path and on the right or in the heading in the right direction because um when i compare my stuff with theirs we're actually serving different audiences which is great because um i can be successful and they can be successful and i'm having to tell myself like hey you know what they sell furniture i sell furniture we can all be successful. And these are the five com- companies that are really heavy on social media. We can all be successful. However, the catch is, I'm always like, why am I comparing myself with these guys when there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of other furniture stores that are doing well in the, in, in the city? So you have to understand, everybody eats. There's enough, there's enough food on the plate. Um, especially in furniture people always need furniture um, I try to focus on a very high end quality um, and uh, and uh, fair pricing there's people who have very high end and very high prices and then there's people who have a little bit um, lower quality than me and cheaper than me but if the people that are reaching trying to reach the masses is who I'm comparing myself i will never be happy and that's something that I'm have to, having to understand, because, um, really, to be honest, I should know better. KFC and McDonald's don't compete. KFC and uh, what's the chicken brand? Steers, for example, for people who know Steers, or KFC and uh, what's the other one? Church's Chicken, for example. These are they're in the same industry, but they're not really competing. So, you have to understand who your core audience is what your core business is. And I'm learning that slowly day by day that I need to be more focused on my core business Um, and not to be looking over my shoulder too much at people who are really not my competition. Just because we're on Facebook together and I see that they get a lot of likes and they buy a lot of media and they get a lot of comments doesn't necessarily mean that um, that they're doing so much better than me or that I'm underperforming. Um, so that's just the entrepreneur psycho psychological, um, comparison and envy side of it. That's somewhat healthy because you then learn what's happening, but the problem is it starts pushing you away from your key focus. So like now I'll see something and I'll be like, man, I don't really make, um, like small things. For example, I don't make, um, what do people make like lampstands and uh, chopping boards and stuff like that but if you see an item like that it sells and it's cheap and it sells but that's really not my core business but if I really was to try and compete with these guys I'd be like oh let me make some chopping boards so that more people can buy my stuff because it's quite cheap and I'm like okay Ken that's not your core business let's focus on what we need to focus on and you know stay in that route other than that, what else is happening in the in the young entrepreneur world of mine? Um, guys, let me tell you something. Um, there's a world called referrals that I didn't understand very well. But I started asking my customers how they heard about me because the only advertising I do is on Facebook. And my company has been around for a year. And for that year, we've really focused on quality, Um, communication and delivering on time and the last three orders I got um, one guy found me on Facebook made a really big order and then the two before that who I assumed found me on Facebook I decided to ask them because my carpenter just kind of has to trust me because I bring him or we bring a lot of business and I intentionally started asking my customers where they heard heard about us and one lady said She asked it in one of her groups, and four people recommended us. And then the second lady said she had asked her friends um, where to buy furniture, and they had recommended us. Whereas I thought they had seen my stuff on Facebook, people out there had actually recommended us. So it's a great feeling, um, headed in the right direction, can make absolutely no complaints. And uh, guys... Um, I really do feel very strongly about maintaining my brand. And if you have a business or you started a business, um, don't focus on the numbers before you focus on your culture and your values and your service and your delivery. Um, It'll pay off in the end because um, I do get a lot of business without... Or from what secondary recommendations and people having um, worked with us. Um, So, yeah. And finally, let me tell you guys, actually, my biggest win. My competitors, uh, a bunch of them, we kind of started out all at the same time, I feel. Or maybe not. Maybe they started before me. Maybe they started started after me. But I feel I just punch us into, like, these five brands that really push a lot. Now, I'm the only one who started by putting all my prices online, which is great because... Now, they've realized, because I know they also check my stuff, they've realized that they also need to put their prices because they understood, or after time, they understood the frustration that people were going through when every post of theirs I would see, they would boost it. And then all of a sudden, all you see is, how much is this? 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 Much is this? Whereas on my page, I would put all the prices. So people would be, people would just be saying, oh, great. And then there's the people who say, oh, my God, that's too expensive. And then I'm like, yeah, well, you're not who I'm looking at, looking for so oh sorry while i'm still here guys the amount of time it takes you to respect yourself in terms of pricing the shorter you the the shorter the time it takes you to respect yourself the easier life will be if you charge a hundred dollars for something and somebody comes in and wants it for cheaper the faster you can be like uh i'm only willing to give you a five percent discount as opposed to them wanting a 20 percent discount and making you feel like you need their business the day you reach a point where you're like i'm willing to say no to business to maintain my value and maintain my margins and maintain profitability man it's a beautiful day let me tell you because when i started out i really just wanted to get as many products um done as possible But then when I finally got enough products for people to get um, a lot of trust in our capability and uh, our quality, then I'm now like, okay, guys, I don't really give big discounts um, unless you give me a big order. And then you start realizing, okay, the people who don't really bicker about the discount are the ones that I really like to work with because they understand the value and the time that it takes. Final point on this. Guys. Guys. Getting to furniture has taught me one thing. When people give you money, they want their stuff ASAP. And if you try to meet them at their ASAP as opposed to your timelines, you'll never win. If it takes me two weeks to make a bed and I promise you a week, trust me, I will never deliver. And I learned that the hard way because I went to my carpenters. The initial first two months, I was like, guys, everything needs to be done in a week. A bed, you take the deposit. You get the wood, you cut the wood, you assemble the wood, you sand it, you varnish it, you let it dry. Best case scenario, 10 days. So, I learned nowadays, I tell my clients, I need 14 days. If 14 days is not good enough for them, um, I won't take the business. Luckily, they now also respect that. When they want quality, they respect it. But when I started... Uh, yeah, yeah. I actually over promised um, a few times and then I realized Ken uh, you better start listening to your carpenters because you're putting them under pressure that they can't deliver there's some orders nowadays where we say we need two months literally and people accept and for me I don't think I would ever give anyone two months but you know uh, yeah sometimes that's what it takes and that's how business is and if you want good service and good quality you have to trust the business So, I don't even remember what I was talking about. Entrepreneurship. So, those are just my little uh, nuggets. So, uh, guys, stay motivated. Uh, I usually get about, what, two orders a week. On a really good week, I'll get like four orders. But some days I'll wake up and I don't get an order that day, even though it's on track with my averages. And I'll be like, man, today was an unsuccessful day. I didn't get an order. No, no, no. Big picture, I understand what I got myself into. Uh, I understand where I want to be, and I'm just gonna follow that path and stay motivated to wake up every day to uh, to pursue this. And so far, so good. I can't complain. Um, let's me be creative. Let's me be uh, salesy. Let's me be customer service, and let's me be digital because my shop is all digital. So. If you're thinking about starting a business, uh, definitely pursue it. I'm definitely uh, better off for it. Thanks, guys.